we got our first guest on the line here, and that's head football coach of the Moorhead Spuds again, Kevin Feeney. Kevin, congratulations first and foremost on the opening round win to start off your section tournament against St. Cloud Apollo, and now you get set for the semifinals. And I don't know, as a football coach, Kevin, is there any better time of year than this time when the leaves are kind of coming off the trees? It's that football weather, but, you know, there's a lot on the line as well once you get to the month of October, Kevin. Hey, thank you, first of all. But, yes, you are 100% correct on uh, this is the best time of year. You know what? We, we really pride ourselves with our, with our football program on making sure that, you know, right now we're, we're peaking and we really feel like this, this group of kids has really bought into what we're, what we're preaching and, and we're playing as good a football as we played all season, which is, which is the key. I know, Kevin, probably a lot of people are going to say it wasn't too long ago when you went to Bemidji, Minnesota and knocked off the Lumberjacks 17-6. to And Bemidji, when you take a look at your section, they were the number one team. So what did you do well in that game against Bemidji? And how do you think that that game maybe spring you into this section tournament moving forward? You know, it, it's been a little bit of a, a up-and-down season for us. You know, we, we've had our opportunities in each football game. You know, we, we've lost two football games basically in the last 30 seconds. Um, and then, you know what, Bemidji was a, was a 7-0 football team. I believe they hadn't lost a regular season game in over 400 days and, um, you know, returned everybody from a, a, spec, a state semifinal team from a year ago. And, you know what, I, I think a lot of people maybe outside looking in thought, hey, it's on the road. Um, you know, we didn't have a chance, but we, we really felt like our kids matched up against Bemidji and, and we understand, and we have a ton of respect for what they do and, and how they do their business. And they're, they're a great football team. And, um, you know what, I, I really credit our coaching staff in a, in a short week, getting our kids ready, uh, you know, schematically to put a plan together that they felt like we could play fast against Bemidji. Cause that's, that's the biggest thing is Bemidji has a ton of speed and they're a very physical team up front on both sides of the football. And, you know what, I thought our kids really executed our game plan great defensively. I know uh, they were 0 for 10 on third downs. Um, and then offensively, we were able to spread the ball around quite a bit. And we had a real nice run-pass mix. And, um, you know, fortunately, our wide receivers that night played fantastic. And, and luckily, Trey was on target with most of his stuff. And, and it was able to really kind of control the football game and maybe more of a non-traditional style offense than what we've done previously. And you mentioned about a short week and kind of get to section tournaments. It, it kind of feels like a short week, I think, uh, Kevin, for football coaches and players because you just played last night and you won 49-6 at home against St. Cloud Apollo. Now all of a sudden you get ready for Saturday against Alexandria and you're hoping to play the day after Halloween on November 1st. So this kind of almost feels like maybe a basketball tournament, Kevin, sometimes once you get to uh, uh, sectionals, just uh, the short amount of time that you got to get your team ready for possibly a three-game run here in, uh, in, here in the sections you know minnesota high school football and i know it's something that's talked about at length as as a coaching staff and you know within our organization in the state of minnesota on you know at minnesota playoff football you have three games in 10 days which is not normal and i know north dakota had a few uh you know weather related issues that that teams played a lot of football games in a short amount of time but you know what our, our most important time of the year and playing three football games in 10 days can just get tough and you know, it's something that we talk about a lot at the beginning of the year because it, it really is going to test your depth and you've got to make sure that you have guys ready because, you know, when you get to this time of the season, you're certainly going to have your, you know, your bumps and bruises. But unfortunately, there's some players that are, are unable to play at this time of year because of injuries. And um, you know what? And, and so, you know, you're usually kind of real 
skeptical of, of playing these three games in 10 days. But you know what? Last night we kind of talked about it after the game was over and said, shoot, you know what? We had, we had a tough loss at St. Cloud Tech. We lost the game in a very non-traditional fashion at the very end of that game. We had a short turnaround, which we had to have a quick you know, memory loss and, and go out there and beat Bemidji and then shoot a real quick turnaround and have a, a home game against Apollo and now a quick another turnaround and going to head to Alexandria, a team that got after us or the second game of the season. And so, you know what, we really feel like we're kind of trying to build on this momentum with our kids because our kids are playing really, really fast and playing downhill on both sides of the football. And um, you know what, we're relatively healthy considering this time of year. And so I, I really credit, like I said, our, our coaches have done a really good job and our kids have really executed and really bought into you know, how we're practicing and, and making sure that they're mentally and physically ready to play. Morehead Spud head football coach. That's Kevin Feeney here with us on our Wings and Rings Coaches Show. Again, the Spuds heading to Alexandria on Saturday for the semifinal round of the Section 8-5A uh, postseason. And again, if they pick up a win there, they would head to the section title on November the 1st at 7 p.m. And Kevin, before we talk about some of the individual players who have been a standout for this 2019 Morehead Spud football team, what is the recipe? Because you've been able to do this before with Morehead, pick up a win, maybe you get a bye some years, some years you don't you, you kind of go with the hand that you're dealt with but what is the secret to trying to get to that section obviously title because then a lot more things could possibly be on the horizon for a football team and i get it one game at a time totally understand you you, you can't overlook anyone and you can't overlook alexandria because that's the next game on your schedule but what is the secret to try to win three games as you mentioned in 10 days you know i think really do you go back to and when i first got into the state of minnesota you looked at and you said okay hey, how many games is it going to take, obviously, if, if you're going to get to the very end and, and how many weeks that you're going to have to put into it? And I really felt like our football team was peaking a little bit early. And, and that was basically, I kept looking at it and saying, God, we got to look in the mirror as a coaching staff because we kind of had our schedule built more on the 12-game schedule that we used to play in North Dakota. And so with the 14-game schedule to make it all the way, we really felt like in 2015 when we played in the semifinals, we maybe were a week ahead of schedule as far as our peak time. And so we really tried to adjust on how we do things and, and really try to create more depth because, you know, football is a game of attrition and, and eventually you're going to have to find guys that can step in and play. Um, and we've got to find ways to get them reps throughout the season. And so, you know, like right now, when we were talked about it last night, you know, unfortunately we had a great first half and um, so we were able to play a lot of different guys in the second half. And when we looked at our twos out there, you know, we said, gosh, a lot of these guys, about eight of those guys had either started at some point in this season or had played a considerable amount of time. And, and that really showed that our, our kids really understood what was going on last night. And we were able to play really solid defense with our backups against Apollo in the second half. And um, you know what? So looking at big picture saying, okay, how do we get ready for Alexandria? A big focus for us on Tuesday night last night was, making sure that we could come out, play very efficient football so that we could get guys off the field so that we could kind of make it more like a, a practice as far as our reps and the amount of reps because we really do give our twos in practice as many reps as our ones. And so we, that's how you kind of break it down for us, and, and it's worked for us in the past, and we feel good about the formula. And like I said, we're, we're, we're excited about the opportunity to get a chance to play Alexandria on Saturday at their place. And if you look at the box score from uh, last night, obviously the names that stand out right away, uh, Kevin, are Trey Feeney, 
uh, Brad and Blake Walthall as well. What has it been about those guys just kind of playing together throughout 2019? I know there's a lot of other players that I can, uh, you know, mention, but with what they were able to do last night, I think it would be unfair to not talk about Trey Feeney, uh, you know, Brady and Blake Walthall here, Kevin. You know, those guys have, have kind of grown up together. You know, um, when, when we first came to Moorhead, I think uh, those guys were third graders when I when I took the job in Moorhead. And, um, you know, thankfully the Walthalls were relatively new to Moorhead at that time also, with Chad <laughs> just coming in and taking over the Dragon job. And so we, we kind of got a good relationship with them right away. And these kids have grown up playing every sport, basketball, baseball, football together, and just spending a lot of time with each other. And obviously – I don't understand the whole twin thing, but those two have exactly what you read about all the time with twins. They just seem to know what each other is going to do. Um, and, and Jenny, Blake and Brady's mom, always used to joke when they were little that it was almost like they had triplets because Trey kind of just jumped in on a lot of things with them and their family kind of took them in a lot. And she just said he, they're just like Blake and Brady. And so they, they played a lot of backyard stuff. And I think, you know, it's like I said, it was a kind of a non-traditional game plan against Bemidji and really what we tried to turn it into is a little bit more like backyard football where we were going to try and get those guys in space and, and try to find ways to get them the ball in maybe some different fashions and um, you know there, there's 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 times when in football games where you draw things up and very rarely does it seem to go exactly the way it's supposed to but somehow some way Trey's been able to kind of make some things happen when things break down and Blake and Brady just have a real nice presence of, of finding different ways to get open and whether a play or a route breaks off and Trey can extend the play a little bit he seems to find those guys downfield and those guys are very dynamic and have great ball skills and I think that, that that's the one thing that gets overlooked is they've got great speed they've got great hands but their body control is tremendous and um, you know what I really attribute that to the, their success is because of all the success they've had in all those other sports because like I said, I, I just watched him play basketball, for example, and ever since Brady's been about a fourth grader, probably one of the best rebounders I've ever seen for a guard. And when balls go up, he seems to go up and get them just like he's going to get a rebound. And so I know Trey's got a ton of confidence in those guys, and, and we've got to keep getting those guys the opportunities to find the ball, and uh, good things have been happening for us. More at Spudded Football Coach again, Kevin Feeney with us. And, and Kevin, I think I would be remiss with how much talent that we're seeing in the Fargo-Moorhead area here in recent years that's going to, whether it's Division One, Division Two, Division Three, NAIA, JUCO, there just seems to be a lot of kids that are moving on to the next level. And there's been a number of players for, for your program that have you know found their way up north to Grand Forks and other avenues in between. What do you think it is about the Fargo-Moorhead community right now about so many guys that have found ways to get scholarship offers or have an opportunity to walk on to a North Dakota State or a UND or, or a Minnesota State Moorhead. What is it about that you're seeing as a coach when you went from Shanley, you know, south to Moorhead? You, you've been around this area for a while now, Kevin. What do you think that you're seeing as a coach that's allowing these kids that are coming up, like the Trays, like the Blakes of the world, to have a chance at the next level? You know, I think it's a two-way street. I think, you know, the high school coaches in this area have done a great job of, of really promoting the game of football, number one, but also number two, and, and really kind of getting more kids out. I, I think, you know, as, as you've seen in this area, you know, football has taken a hit in certain parts of the country as far as, you know, the injuries and, and parents not wanting their kids to play. And I think, you know, go back down to FM football. FM football in our area does is a tremendous organization that it has great numbers and hasn't seen a, a drop-off in numbers. And so 
our, our big thing is, is we need to promote the game of football and get the best athletes out for football because, you know, the beauty of this whole thing is football has a lot of opportunities for kids beyond high school, and it's a little bit rare compared to the other sports just because of the pure number. And, you know, the second thing on that is there are so many great college football programs in our area with great college coaches that do such a good job of coming out and recruit our area schools. And so, I mean, it's a two-way street. I think our coaches in the high school level have done a great job, but I also think it's great as a coach who is really looking at this and sending kids off and saying, you're getting extra parents, you know, as they leave home, because these are tremendous men that are great role models for our high school kids to go to these programs. I mean, I I can go down the list of when, when you're sending a kid to every one of those schools that you just said, you know, they're getting around great people and they're going to learn a lot of life lessons that are well beyond the football field and get an opportunity to play for great teams and have success on the field. And so You know, and the young man that we haven't talked about tonight here is Seth Anderson. Unfortunately Mm -hmm. for us and for Seth, you know, his his season was cut short week two. But, you know, Seth's a perfect example of, I want to say last spring, um, Seth had over 58 schools come in and evaluate him and recruit him. And it's something that really opened up our eyes. And I know it opens up a lot of things. And I always kind of say it's like the trickle-down effect. You know what? When, when other guys, for example, at North Dakota State are being looked at in the NFL and those high-end guys, and when you get Carson Wentz of the world, all of a sudden you watch Carson Wentz play, and then all of a sudden you say, oh, gosh, that right tackle's pretty good. Hey, that running back's pretty decent. Hey, that linebacker's okay. And then everything gets a little bit broader, and I think we're seeing that a little bit at the high school level too, is when you get a high-end kid, that probably means there's some other players out there that are pretty good, and, and Seth has done that for our program, I know, here. Without question, I could talk football with Kevin Feeney all day, whether it's six-man, nine-man, 11-man, college or, or, or professional football. Last thing for you, Kevin, I, I, a former Bison quarterback, game day now three times the Bison have been featured on. I would be remiss not to ask, is this something in your wildest dreams when you were you know, uh, the QB for the green and gold? Did you ever think that college game day, much less would be here once, but now three times you know, featuring North Dakota State, Kevin? No, you know what, and that's that's so cool because you know what, you go back to when we were in college and you used to just sit and wait for Saturday morning to get up and sit and watch. You know, we'd have we'd have a team breakfast, and then the first thing that we would do is you had about another hour off. You all went home and watched college game day, and watched all the different great rivals that are going on. And like I said, it's it's really truly a testament to this area because both, for example, North Dakota State and South Dakota State do an incredible job of recruiting the state of North Dakota and Minnesota and, and this region. And so there's a lot of really good players that I think if you look at the rosters, you know, for, for us, for example, in Minnesota, that you're going to say, God, we played against that kid. We saw that kid on film. We knew how good he was. And, geez, you know what? He maybe got overlooked by this school or this school. But there's a reason why those, those programs are kicking out a lot of players that can play beyond college football. And, um, you know, at ESPN game day, that, that's just a real kind of tip of the cap to the area of football because certainly there's other big games and big, bigger teams, if you want to say, call them that, that certainly have good football programs. But you know what? There's something about North Dakota State and South Dakota State and this area that somehow tends to bring out the best in, in this. And I think it's an awesome for our communities to get that exposure. Without question. Kevin, uh, thank you so much here on I know it's a busy schedule for you, as we mentioned, trying to get three games in, in 10 days in. But best of luck against Alexandria coming up later on uh, Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock. And go get them. And uh, best of luck again moving forward here in 2019. Hey, appreciate the support, and thank you for having us on.